This is a Rooster Teeth production. everyone and welcome to another episode of annual pass this is the podcast where we talk about all things theme park attractions shows rides snacks foods races and all of that other fun stuff i am your host jack patillo and of course joining me as always is my lovely and talented and beautiful and not feeling too hot co-host jeff ramsey hi jeffrey i'm up i'm awake i'm good <laughs> i feel great i'm not tired no, i was taking i was I'm going to take every time you talk, I'm going to take a cat nap. Just so you know. Okay. Well, I'll make sure and I'll, I'll, I'll try to run this one without having to ask you a lot of questions. Jeff's a little sick today. So uh, that's why we're, we're working from home. We're being extra cautious and whatnot. But uh, Jeff, we've got a fun episode today. I could use some fun in my life right now, Jack, if I'm no. being honest with you. So, so fun me up. What, what are we talking about? Uh, we today, Jeff, are talking about a ride that you have been on. We are talking about the amazing adventures of Spider-Man at Islands of Adventure. We went on this. Do you remember it? Did, Do you remember? did we? I, I'm pretty sure we did. <laughs> the Spider-Man ride? Oh, 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 hold on. Uh, thinking about it. Is that a, it's a dark ride and yes. it, there's uh, there's a lot of really cool uh, videos like to play on the side of the thing we go through and right isn't it i mean jeff I nailed like it so that. thanks for listening everybody this has been a, a annual pass uh appreciate no. <laughs> yeah that's yeah that, that, it's it it was it's a 3d motion simulator ride it's uh, it's a dark that's ride. what it is 3d yeah, motion so simulator you're in the you're in the scoop vehicle and jay jonah jameson's like get that scoop and then you're like okay and then there's spider-man and everything and and the sin the sinister syndicate is there as well Though a Doc Ock and the, it's it's a re, it's a fantastic ride. Been been around since the opening of uh, Islands of Adventure, and I'm excited to talk about it today. But before we get into that, a uh, little housekeeping. Don't forget to follow us on annual underscore pass on Twitter and on Instagram. We're also over on YouTube. So if you want to watch us live and actually see our beautiful faces, um, you can see it at youtube.com slash annual pass. And we're also going to be uploading a bunch of cool new content over there as well, including some stuff we shot uh, while we were at Islands of Adventure, Jeff. Well, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that? I'm, I do. Jack, I'm sorry. I'm a little loopy today. I'm on all kinds of uh, on all kinds of medicine. Okay. And, well, uh, it, but yeah, it, I, it, I remember we were at Islands of Adventure and we shot stuff and we had fun and uh, Spider-Man was there. Yeah. And Spider-Man was there indeed. Uh, don't forget, we also have a Discord now. So if you want to hang out on our Discord server, we have the annual pass holders Discord server. It's actually a lot of fun. I've been hanging out in there uh, talking all kinds of cool stuff. Got some cool Easter eggs and fun facts about uh, the amazing adventures of Spider-Man from our Discord users as well. So that was super nice. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just a great place to hang out and, uh, and meet some lovely, lovely people. Um, now, oh, no, go ahead. Let, Jeff. Me, let me ask you a question. Are you just bragging about your secrets and Easter eggs or will you be sharing those on the podcast? No, I'll be sharing. I'll be sharing. Okay. Them. Okay. Cool, and I've cool. got names too. Like I've got, I've got names of people who offered <laughs> up some cool facts. Like some people actually worked. There was uh, someone who, one of the pass holders works at the Marvel superhero Island at Islands of Adventure. And so they were like, oh, here's some cool fun facts. I'm like, that's perfect. Thank you very much. You, uh, so, you sound like McCarthy in the fifties. You're like, I've got names. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, man. Anyway, I'm just, humor. we can go any number away with that. But uh, I've actually got some news today, Jeff, since we are uh, our, our sort of backlog, our queue of episodes kind of dwindled down over the course of winter. We're trying to rebuild it back up. Uh, but I've got some I've got some news that is, is kind of relevant to right now. And it's not not terribly far away because we're about a week in advance right now. Um, number one. So Shrek the ride. Shrek 4D over at Universal Studios. We talked about it last time. It has shut down, which yeah. here very sad. Uh, but right now at the prop store at Universal Studios in Florida, you can actually go and buy some Ogre Vision 3D glasses like these right here. Oh. If you're watching the video version. So actually, uh, Theme Park Stop, which is one of my favorite podcasts, um, they they tweeted like, hey, if you want to, you know, now the Ogre Vision glasses are on sale over at the, uh, I think, the Williams of Hollywood. I forget what it is. It's the prop store at Universal Studios. It's over by uh, Mel's Drive-In. Is that the one with the cow in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that place, they actually have Ogre Vision glasses on sale that were, that were used because they're not going to use them again. So they have them on sale for like five bucks a piece. And I was like, oh, my gosh, can anyone grab them? And Alicia from Theme Park Stops like, hey, I can just send you some if you just pay for shipping. And I'm like, OK. And so so she sent some over, which is really, was, really nice of her. That really, was really nice cool. of her. And we're going to get cool. we're, we're going to get her on the podcast soon. She also sent over a, a pencil or a pen and like some stickers and some other cool stuff of uh, oh, Theme Park Stop. So. Over under, Jack, how many people do you think wore those glasses before you? Um, well, these have been clean. At least they, they claim they've been Well, I'm clean. sure they clean them. I wouldn't think they sold dirty sweat glasses, but I mean, thousands? The, the, the attraction was open for 20 years. So 20 years times, it's what, a, about a 10-minute show open for eight hours a day. That's about, you know, but you got to think they clean them throughout the day. So probably about 30 uses a day, I would guess. Okay. Times uh, 30 uses a day times 365 times 20. What is that? Where's my phone? You what, can't do me... that in your head? No, no. Okay. So 365. Okay. So three times 30, three is nine. 365. I know that. Times three, times three is 20. Nine. Three so, times six is 18. My rough math that. says 219,000 people. Yeah, I was, I was right where I was getting to. <laughs> That's just an estimate. I, I, that, that sounds about right, though. Around 200,000 people. Uh, and not only that, but some other people have actually uh, some pass holders are like, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm mailing you some. And I'm like, OK, so I'm actually we're getting more Ogre Vision glasses, Jeff. We including can build one. an ogre out of Ogre Vision glasses. <laughs> uh, one I'm really excited for. Uh, there was actually a team member who worked at Universal who worked at Shrek 4D, who was there for the last show. And they are sending me a pair of glasses worn at the very last show of Shrek 4D, which is kind of cool. Very cool. That's very and cool. And so. Uh, we're, we're currently, you know, we're like we're building on our new studio and it'd be kind of like stuff like this is kind of cool stuff that I'm going to try to have stuff behind us whenever we have our new studio. So thank you very much. Everyone sending that in. Very, very cool. Go pick up your pair over at the uh, the prop store at Universal Studios. And uh, also one cool thing right now, if you visit Epcot over at Walt Disney World in Florida, the uh, Nova Craft from Guardians of the Galaxy, from the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. They're doing Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind over at Epcot, which is taking over uh, World of or Universe of Energy. And uh, they are building a giant Nova ship in front of kind of the new place where it's going to be. And it's going up right now. So you can actually see it is like poking over the build walls. So that's kind of cool. And so if you're in the if you're in the area, if you're going by Epcot, take a look for it. It's over on the, the left side of the park as you walk in. And what are they going to do with that ship? Uh, that was it's just decoration. So it's just, just like it just a, okay. Yeah, it's just a cool looking ship. Uh, that you know, like, did you ever see the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie? I did. 
Okay, so you know when they're fighting Ronin at the end, that giant ship? They had all the small kind of star-shaped ships that all, like, lock together. Are those the gold people? Yeah. No, no, no. That's the second movie. That's uh, oh, okay. uh, the not the union. I forget what it's called. But no, the first one is on it's on Nova or the Nova Corps is the the the, the right, right, of right, that right, universe. Right. Yeah, 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 so yeah. it's one of those ships it's like a cool looking like starship. They're they're putting one of those up in front of the new attraction and uh, you can see it as they're assembling it right now. So that's kind of cool. Anyway, check that out over at Epcot right now. And uh, that's it. That's all I've got for news today. And uh, you got <laughs> Jeff. Do you have any theme park news you want to get to before we get into uh, the Amazing Adventures of Spider Man? Uh, I I do not. No. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you said everything I was gonna say. Those were all uh, my beats as well. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Talking Sounds about good. The, the Nova Nova ship and uh, the 3D gla- 4D glasses and the Williams store. I is everything I had. <laughs> to talk about. Oh, uh, before I forget, uh, before we really get into it, I'm wearing my marathon shirt. It's the one I, I mentioned to you. Uh, this is this is the one that you get just for signing up for it. So this isn't the completion shirt. Just this is the one that you get Cooper that you, you get for, uh, for like signing up for it. So anyway, I'm rocking my marathon shirt. If you're, uh, you're watching on YouTube, you successfully ran a marathon, Jack. And this morning going from the bedroom to my office to record with you, I feel like I ran a marathon. <laughs> oh, I have to give uh, my, my father says you did a fantastic job in the on the marathon episode. He, he listened to the whole thing and he was like, he said you were really engaged and he really enjoyed hearing you asking questions. So, he tweeted. Good. He tweeted me about it last night. Yeah, it was really sweet. No. Uh, I'm glad he enjoyed it. I, I genuinely uh, it was, you know, I think we talked about it, but I, I had been. Well, I, you know, you're the, the, one of my very best friends in the in 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 my 46 oh. years of life, and I, and I love. Uh, well, I love you, but I I love hearing about things that are interesting to you. It's part of why we're doing this podcast. And so I was uh, desperate to talk to you post post uh, marathon. And so I had just been like sitting on all those questions I wanted to ask you for what felt like ever. So I was just yeah. so excited to finally get the answers and to get to go over it with you. So it was I'm glad your dad liked it because I had a, I did too. I had a lot of fun talking to you about it. Yeah, it was a good episode. I feel like we didn't even complete like we, there was more stuff we could have got to that we never even sure. did. So maybe we'll follow up on it in like a live stream or something. Absolutely. All right. Well, enough, enough, enough. Uh, this dilly dallying. Let's get into it. Let's talk about the amazing adventures of Spider-Man at Universal Studios Islands of Adventure in Florida, also in Japan as well. Uh, but we're going to talk about mostly the Florida one just because that's the one we've been on because we haven't gone to Japan yet. Is it the same in Japan? Yes, it is the same. Even the refurb they did back in 2012, they also did for the Japanese one as well. So, okay. um, yeah. Uh, okay, let me go through it. So, from Universal's website, <clears throat> I got to do my my big, like, uh, uh, commercial voice. Here we go. <clears throat> Strap on your 3D glasses and join the world's most famous web slinger on a high-flying adventure. Villains have stolen the Statue of Liberty, and it's up to Spidey to save the day. Face a cast of Marvel characters as you soar above the streets, scale skyscrapers, and battle bad guys left and right. Just watch out for the 400-foot freefall. There was a freefall in there, wasn't there? Yes, at the end. It wasn't 400 feet, though, if memory serves. Well, no, it feels like 400 feet. It does, it does. But you, we never actually leave the ground. It's the uh, the scoop is a really cool, elaborate vehicle that uh, yeah. does like it can spin around 360 degrees, like tilts it all over the place. But it stays flat the whole time. The actual it rides on a track the whole time. 
it's a really, really cool advanced technology. And uh, we'll get into that in a bit. Okay, so I said, again, it opened May 28th, 1999, along with Islands of Adventure. So it was a, it was an opening day attraction. Um, technically, it's soft open back in March, which is kind of cool. I didn't realize that the park, Islands of Adventure, was actually soft open for almost two months before the official opening date, um, which is kind of neat. It'd be kind of cool to go to a theme park before it's like officially open. Hopefully, when uh, Epic Universe... Is, uh, is wrapping up. We can go check it out before and they have like the official opening day. But it'd also be cool to be there for the opening day. And then it opened again in t- uh, January 23rd, 2004 at Universal Studios Japan because it was so successful over in um, over in the States. And um, it probably took them five years to work out all those Y2K bugs, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, one thing too we should point out, you might be saying like, hey, wait a minute, it's, it's this is a Marvel attraction at Universal Studios, but doesn't Disney own Marvel? We've talked about it in previous podcasts, but basically uh, before Marvel was owned by Disney, uh, Universal made an agreement with Marvel to license the characters of, uh, I want to say Spider-Man, the Avengers, and X-Men to their theme park in Florida. And they made and an Dr. agreement Doom. that- And Dr. Doom, which I think- Because he has a free in, fall, right? Yeah, Doctor Doom's uh, fear fall. We rode that one. That was a fun yeah. one. Uh, I don't know. I guess that's Fantastic Four. So maybe Fantastic Four got rolled in there too. Mm. Yeah, because there's a Fantastic Four restaurant. But anyway, most of the the big main characters of uh, Marvel ended up at Universal Studios. Uh, Anything east of the Mississippi, Universal had rights to use those characters and attractions. Anything west was kind of up in the air. Uh, Ultimately, Disney ended up, you know, buying Marvel, but that contract still stands. And so uh, that's why you see Guardians of the Galaxy at at Epcot, because they're not they're not Avengers. They're not X-Men. They're not Fantastic Four. They're not Spider-Man. They're their own thing, and so yeah. that's why they that's why they can get away with it. I mean, that may change in the future, probably not anytime soon, though. And also, all of the uh, the characters you see at Islands of Adventure are mostly based on the comic books as opposed to the movies. So if you see, you know, like Rogue wearing her bright green and yellow outfit, and like you know Cap wearing his his stars and stripes kind of outfit, it's more like that than the uh, the mm-hmm. more you know traditional movie outfits that you see like Chris Evans wearing. So. We've gotten into it before, but that, that's a real brief kind of overview of that again. Hey, Jeff, do you know how tall you have to be to ride this ride? Three, uh, four feet tall. How, how tall do you have to be to ride a ride? Five feet tall. Close. You're going to you're, you're, no, go, go down. Go the other way. Two feet tall. <laughs> you have to be 40 inches tall to ride. Why would so, I know that? How, how three I, and a half feet. Three and a half feet. Why would why should I have known that? Yeah, you should have. Absolutely. Three and should, a half. How old are you at three and a half feet? I guess it's a little bit less than three and a half. Uh, I don't know. How, you, you're the one who has a child. Uh, how, how old She's, was your child when they were three and a half feet tall? I'm going to tell you something about kids right now. Uh, you forget everything that happens yesterday uh, till they're born. Like it just like <laughs> Millie is 16 and she's five foot seven and she has always been five foot seven in my head. Yeah. So it's uh, hard. To, it's hard to hard to say. OK. OK. Well, let's say like four Sure. Okay. Uh, sure. Why not? Four. Uh, it also so it also has an express pass line, which is like kind of their fast pass version, and it has a single rider line too, Jeff. So uh, I think that that's always super nice. We went through the express pass line, which is kind of neat. Uh, initially, <sighs> it was just going to be an Omni Mover ride, kind of like um, sort of like Haunted Mansion, you know, kind of a very slow moving, you know, constant sort of moving ride. But the engineers went to the new Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland, and they were like, oh. 
this is the future. This is amazing. We need to do something like this. And uh, and then they, they realized they needed to up their game. And so they they worked on this thing for like three years, developed a new ride system. And uh, now they've got Spider-Man, which is absolutely incredible. It's, it's an amazing ride. One of the best dark rides ever. Um, had a major refurbishment back in 2012. Um all of the 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 visual like the video scenes there's video scenes all over it's in 3D all of the all the scenes were redone in 4K to make them sharper uh, also all of the projectors i think they were actually film projectors initially and now they've been replaced by uh, digital projectors of course which is a lot smarter a lot easier to fix and whatnot um you get in the ride you get spider-man facing off not against the sinister 6 but it's the sinister syndicate which is five. Do you remember the five characters Spider-Man faces off against inside of the Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man? Well, I think I remember the Sinister Six. So let me see if I get them right. Uh, or most of them. Uh, there's Doc Ock. Yep. Uh, Sandman. Electra. Mm -hmm. Well, he is in the Sinister Six. Uh, well, Electra. Uh, elect in, in, uh, in, in, this, in the attraction, Jeff. Uh, okay. So Doc Ock, Electro, Doctor Doom. Yeah. Is he in there? Nope, no, not, no, no, no. Uh, Mysterio. No, no Mysterio. Uh, it was you, just those two then. It was just Doc Ock and Electro. <laughs> You've also got Scream, who's a, a symbiote. Uh, she's uh, one of the um, like the Venom type characters. She's the yellow and black one. Has long okay. hair. You've also got Hydro Man, the big water dude. Hydro Man, you're right. I forgot don't, about him. Don't forget Hydro Man, and also you've got Hobgoblin. Ah, oh, I should have got Hobgoblin. That's embarrassing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's an easy one. And you were correct about Electro and uh, and Doc Ock as well. So, okay. uh, so you got those five, and I guess t technically uh, J. Jonah Jameson's in there as well. He kind of fights against them a little bit. But uh, so those are your, your five of the Sinister Syndicate facing off against them um, in the pre-show as you're walking through the attraction. It's uh, you know they've got the the screens up showing a kind of like this is what's happening in the world of uh, in New York. The Sinister Syndicate have stolen the Statue of Liberty and uh, and all the reporters are all running away. They're all terrified. So J. Jonah Jameson's like, we've got this new vehicle. We've got the scoop vehicle. We're going to put you in it and you're going to go out there and you're going to cover it for me and I'm going to drive it for you. And so that's the whole kind of crux of the ride is that you're sort of at the will of J. Jonah Jameson to go get the the scoop. Go get the go get the hot goss. What you're, you're a reporter, Jeff. You, you know, I, is this that's how I it works, this right? Is, it's pretty similar. Yeah. Uh, that's what I, I went to hot goss training actually at Fort Benjamin Harrison <laughs> in Indianapolis for, uh, for about a year. Uh, it was pretty intensive that hot goss mm -hmm. training to what end are they stealing the Statue of Liberty? Is it to, uh, are they holding it hostage for money or, uh, I, I, I don't know they, if they, they get into freedom? it. Like, I, I don't know what. Yeah. I don't know. The Statue of Liberty the, is, is it's a, uh, it's a like common theme around yeah. Marvel. I just wonder what the end game is there, you know? Like, sure, steal the Statue of Liberty, and then... <laughs> yeah, and th then what do you do with it? Do, you, do yeah. you put it on eBay? I don't know. Is it in some sort of a storage shed somewhere? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you just got to put it, you know, put it, like, maybe shrink it down, put it on your mantle or something. So, <laughs> so the attraction itself, one cool thing, it features 13 30-foot-tall projection screens, 12 of which use 3D projection. I don't know which one doesn't. That's interesting. It's, it's, yeah. it's odd that 12. If, if you know, if you're a pass holder out there, you know which of the, the 13 projection screens does not use 3D. Let me know. Because I, I was thinking about it. I was like, I, I don't know. Like at one point, you're, you're, you're going up in the sky. 
It's like uh, like basically Doctor Doom uses like a anti gravity gun and you start flying or do, uh, excuse me Doc Ock you start flying and then next to you they do a really cool thing where they have like buildings projected and they kind of shrink down so it makes you feel like you're moving up. I, I don't know if that counts, but I, I'm trying hmm. to think like I don't know which one it would be that they don't use the um, the 3D. Very odd, very odd. Also, this attraction, Jeff, it won Amusement Today's Golden Ticket Award for Best Dark Ride for 12 consecutive years from 1999 to 2010. Do you know what it lost out to? Uh, I'm going to guess it lost out to Fast and the Furious, probably. <laughs> right? Uh, not that one, but it is an attraction you have been on, for what it's worth. A Harry Potter. Harry Potter, it, it, uh, Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey is yeah. what it lost out to. So that's when uh, Harry Potter. Did, hard up. disagree <laughs> on that one. <laughs> that one's a good one. We got to go back on it again. At, you know, not right after having lunch so you can enjoy Woo-hoo. it. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> so hey. that's all. There, there's some fantastic videos out there on the history of this ride. If you want to take a look at some of those, feel free to. Again, we sort of do like a top down approach, you know, just having fun with it. So, Jeff. Are you ready to go with me and ride the amazing adventures of Spider-Man again? again. Yeah. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> All Refresh right, right, my memory, Jack. It'll be All like right, absolutely. it'll be like we're still there. Jeff! I'm right Hey, here. Jeff! Yeah. Jeff, we're at Universal Studios Islands of Adventure. Oh, so we are. Uh, it's lovely. We're back today. here again. Now we I love this place, Jeff. It's so much fun. Hey, Jeff. Jeff, let's go over to Marvel Superhero Island. Oh, look at the, it's the Hulk ride. We're walking underneath it. Oh, it's so, it's so cool. So uh, it's above us. It's so green and angry and we, we should ride it, but it, that might be the last ride you ride for a while before, before we ride that. Let's go, let's go ride the Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man, Jeff. Let's do it. I, I love this traction. Okay, let's go inside. Ooh, look, we're, we're inside the Daily Bugle, Jeff. You can look around, you can see, it's like we're, we're in the offices looking around and like we can see the videos and, oh, Jeff, the Sinister Syndicate, Jeff, they, they've taken the Statue of Liberty. To what end, Jack, I ask? <laughs> We don't know. They're, they're, they're evil, Jeff. That's the evil people uh, doing evil things. Enough. That's fair enough. And That's so all you need to know. They're, they're stealing the Statue of Liberty. And, and, and J. Jonah Jameson's got this new vehicle called the Scoop. And he's going to send us out there. We're going we're gonna to be reporters, Jeff. You were a reporter in a past life, right? I was for five years, yeah. So uh, I'll just slide back in. It'll be like muscle memory for me. <laughs> exactly. All right, cool. All right, Jeff. All right, let's, let's get in our Scoop vehicle. Okay, here we go. Okay, the thing's coming down. We're in. We're locked in. We've got our lap bar down for safety. And, and we're off. We're off. Okay, Jeff. Uh, Jeff. Okay, J. Jonah Jameson. He's like, all right, all right. Yeah, you know, gumshoes. We're going to send you out there. Uh, is it gumshoes? Is that what they call sure, it? Or those? Sure. Well, gumshoe would be like a, a private investigator, but we're investigating. We are investigating. Okay. He's like, oh, oh, it's it's, it's the spider signal, Jeff. It's the spider signal. It's the the. I, it's to get I, the, I, I don't. The, I don't remember there being one. Remember, it's like it's like Spider-Man's face, but it's like kind of like the bat signal. It said the Spider-Man. Yeah, I like, remember. Oh. I remember it. I just don't remember that, that ever existing outside of this ride. But there it is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there it is. Whoa, Jeff, watch out. There, there's a, there's a uh, Spider-Man popped out. He's like, hey, it's dangerous out here. Be careful. Nice shades. And it's like, oh, it's Spider-Man. And that's this kind of cool. It's so, whoa, there's, there's something going on behind him, Jeff. There's something going on behind him. And he's going what away. What is it? Okay. Uh, we don't know, but he's going to investigate. Let's just go around this. Whoa, Jeff, watch out for the truck. Watch out for the yeah. truck. Woo. Oh, there, there was uh, like a dump truck knocked us off course. <gasps> Jeff, we're in a warehouse now. And it's like, it's part of the Statue of Liberty. It's part. I can. What you can hear, Doc Ock talking. Jeff, do you hear Doc Ock? Yes. Yes. <laughs> like he's talking to everyone. Oh, look! It's the Sinister Syndicate, Jeff. They're all right there. Oh, oh. no! It's it's Electro and Scream and Hobgoblin and Hydro Man and Doc Ock. And they're like, 
Well, they're playing around and, and they're like, wait a minute. And Electro spots us, Jeff. Electro spots us. And they go, run. We got to run, Jeff. We got to run. They were just about to say what they wanted to do with the Statue of Liberty 2. Now we'll never know. Run fast. <laughs> run. Oh, Electro, he's, he's trying to shock us, Jeff. He's, he's trying to. Oh, he's, he's shocking the vehicle, Jeff. Oh, okay. We got away from him. Now we're going to run. Oh, look. It's Scream. She's jumping at us. Oh, but Doc Ock grabbed her. Oh, that was very scary. And he's like, oh, I'm going to shoot you with my anti-gravity gun. Oh, and he shoots the Statue of Liberty's head, Jeff, and it floats away. Woo. <laughs> All right, we're, we're running. We're running. Okay, oh, whoa, we're falling down a tube, Jeff. We've fallen down a tube. And now, like, there's a bunch of water around us. Oh, look, Spider-Man's here. He's like, hey, what did, what? How, I told you to stay safe. Oh, Hydro-Man's right behind him, Jeff. Hydro-Man's right behind him. Oh, no, we're, we're uh, tubes are his natural environment, too. We're in trouble, Jack. That's true. Well, we, he punched at us and we got splashed with water. Jeff, do you feel the water on your face? I do. It's real water. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. It's no, honest okay. to God, Ox real water. It's no substitute. <laughs> Doc Ock's in front of us now and he's smashing through a thing and he's trying to, he's going to light us on fire. But oh, he, he fell down backwards. Okay, we're safe. We're safe. Okay, just keep moving. We got to keep moving. Okay, Jeff, we're back outside again. Oh, no, it's, it's Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin, he's got a, it's a pumpkin bomb and he's going to try to blow ah. us up. Whoa, Spider-Man saved us with the first one. And then, oh, he punched him. He punched him. And the second one flying. And, whoa, there's fire. The fire blew through the wall. Whoa. Jeez Louise. That's a lot of fire. So where's Hydro, man, when you need him? <laughs> All right. Okay, Doc Ock is now. He's shooting everything with his anti-gravity gun. And now, oh, he oh, he managed to trap Spider-Man. Oh, Jeff, he's shooting us. He's shooting the guy. We're floating, Jeff. We're floating uh, away. We're so high. We're up in the sky. We're going above the buildings. Oh, this is super dangerous. Oh, no, Spider-Man's grabbed us. And he's throwing us around. Wee! We're flying through the city of Spider-Man. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now, now Spider-Man. Oh, we hit. We hit Hobgoblin and knocked him down. Okay. Okay. Now we're now we're we're going we're going away. Oh, Hydro-Man and Electro are fighting. Oh no! And Electro shocked Hydro-Man and made him vanish. And we somehow that also killed Electro. Maybe. Oh, no, Jeff. Okay, uh, Doc Ock, he's hit it with the, the re-gravity gun. The anti-anti-gravity okay. gun. This is now very Walter Zelinsky, Jack. Very uh, Walter Zelinsky. <laughs> oh, we're falling. Oh, we're falling, Jeff. 400-foot fall. Oh, oh the spider web. A oh, spider web right at the bottom saved us, Jeff. Oh, oh man. And Spider-Man, he's got this sinister syndicate all wrapped up. And he's like, hey, good job, team. And we're like, oh, thank you. And he says, say cheese. And he smile, Jeff. Cheese. Smile. Okay, there we go. And then J. Jonah James is like, you're a, you're a hero. I knew it all along. And then uh, we get around a corner. And oh, look, it's Spider-Man. He sent the anti-gravity gun to, to, to J. Jonah Jameson. And now he's flying around his office. Yay. <laughs> and we're done. And we get the banana, 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 Yay. And we're out. And we are done with Woo. the amazing adventures of Spider-Man. Oh, that's a fun ride. That was intense. That is a fun ride. Uh, I had a, I don't know about you, but I had a blast, Jack. I got blasted <laughs> with water. I got blasted with electricity. I got blasted with octopus arms. I got fire. I got blasted with a spawn knockoff. I got all kinds of blasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it, it, it is truly, truly a great ride. If, if you haven't ridden it before, what is wrong with you? It's it's absolutely incredible. It's been around for over 20 years now. The uh, If you haven't been in over 10 years, the 4K restoration is great. Uh, also, so in the attraction, a photo gets taken. And you think at the end, Spider-Man's upside down. It's like, smile. And the, he takes a photo and it flashes. Yeah. And you think, oh, maybe that's the photo. That's not where the photo is taken. The photo is actually taken the first time you go inside the warehouse and you see the Sinister Syndicate and they turn and they see you. 
in between that scene and the next scene, that wall, there's a camera hidden in there and it just takes a photo and it's no one's looking at anything. It's just like <laughs> the most it's the most awkward spot for a photo. And so now I know where it is, so I can kind of spot it when we're going through it. Yeah. But um yeah, and I don't know when they added that because that wasn't always there. That the, mm. the photo, the right photo has not always been there. So I'm not sure when uh, when that was added in, but uh, it's definitely there. So keep an eye out for it. And you get your photo at the end of the attraction. They've got a little kiosk set up and you scroll through, find yours and add it to your, your photo pass. Um, one neat thing. So uh, the voice actor of Spider-Man in the attraction is a, a gentleman by the name of Chris Edgerly. So he plays he plays Peter Parker slash Spider-Man, of course, it's the same person. Spoiler. He also plays J. Jonah Jameson in the attraction. Really? So he's, I would so never Spider-Man have known. And and J. Jonah Jameson. And uh, if you recognize Chris Edgerly as uh, like his voice, you might know him if you play video games a lot. He also voices Pathfinder in Apex Legends. Oh. Yeah. So there okay. you go. He's, he's done a ton of voices across lots and lots of stuff. But I was thinking like the one that people might recognize him from our sort of neck of the woods is uh, Pathfinder. Well, yeah, that's that's got to be quite a career because those two performances probably spanned 20 years. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, if I asked you what squinching is, what do you think squinching is? Jack, I thought this was a family podcast. <laughs> so squinching is the name of the term used for um, it's hard to explain, but I'm going to do my best. So when you're in a motion based attraction that has screens, the vehicle is moving. And to add to the illusion that the scene you're looking at is also moving, squinching is where uh, your line of sight is is basically recreated in the video version of the attraction. So uh, in this one, for example, like you go outside and you see from the angle you're at, you see the side of like the uh, the bridge. Mm. And then as the as it moves, the video also moves to make it look like it continues on forever. I see. I see. Yeah, so squinching is basically that that technique of making uh, your real your real motion mimic or making the fake motion mimic your real motion, yeah, and so that yeah, so that's the, that's the name of the term for uh, for that whole thing. And there's a whole system dedicated to just figuring out um, based off models, sort of the line of sight of people. So when they were making the 3D animation, it would match and make you feel more immersed. Now so is that is that a vertical cool. or a horizontal squinch force? In, deployed in this instance, It'd be horizontal. How many G's of squinch do you get in there? Yeah. Um, now I've got some fun facts uh, sent in on our Discord channel, uh, our Discord, our Discord server. Excuse me, from some uh, community members, some pass holders out there. Uh, one little spook sent sent this batch in. There's five total Stan Lee cameos in the attraction. Uh, he's the driver of the dump truck before you drive into the warehouse. So the one he's like, ah, and you almost you fall inside. He's seen on the screen where you're in front of the movie theater. So when you go outside, there's a movie theater. He's out there. Um, when you drop down and straighten out after hitting the web, so after you fall and you land, he's just right in front of you right there. And at the end where Spidey has all the villains webbed up, his voice is the one at the, uh, like he's in the one where Spidey has all the, the guys webbed up. And also he's the voice at the end of the attraction saying, good job, you know, team and yeah, Excelsior yeah. and all that stuff. So five total ones right there. That's um, cool. He also tells you to dispose your 3D glasses as well. So <laughs> that's neat. They look, they look similar to this. He's like, dispose of them or someday we'll sell them for $5. (laughs) I think the ones on Spider-Man are a little bit more uh, technologically advanced than these, actually. I think they're they're the ones that flicker back and forth. Yeah. 
So I'm not 100% positive on that. Uh, one little spook off says in the queue, all the scenery that isn't important is in grayscale because that's how they do it in comic books. I didn't yeah. even think about that. That's but yeah, cool. the actual yeah. the queue itself is very like very grayscale. And then all like the, the important things are like painted reds and, and bright colors. And so that's kind of neat. I never I never even thought of that. But that's that's cool. And they said this one is iffy because I don't know if it's still there. But after Stan Lee passed away, they created a tribute on one of the desks after a bunch of fans left letters on there. They took a small number number of them, framed them, and created a tribute. So that's kind of cool. That's so very cool. that's very cool. Uh, I do remember when Stan Lee passed away, people sending photos from in front of the attraction with like flowers and stuff. So that's kind of cool that Universal went and actually made like a little like proper tribute to him. Absolutely. Um, Unknown J25 sent in some more facts as well. Uh, so they said the uh, they won the golden ticket 12 years straight. We covered that already. Um, originally, this was going to be a Superman attraction. So uh, before they had the rights to the, all the Marvel characters, they approached DC first. Couldn't make it work out, but they were going to use this as a Superman attraction. I want to say there was going to be like there was going to be a Batman and Joker attraction. I think Hulk was going to be Batman and Joker. But do you think that's kind of cool? Do you think they were like, all right, we can't. We can't get Superman, but we have a ton of red and blue paint. What do we do? <laughs> Who else? I know. Um, oh, okay. So talking about voice actors, fun fact, it has two SpongeBob voice actors with Squidward's actor, Roger Bumpus, voicing Doc Ock and Patrick's voice actor, Bill Fagerback, Fagerback, <laughs> Play, I don't know how to pronounce the last name, F-A-G-E-R-B-A-K-K-E, playing a Hydro Man. So that's kind of cool. So it's got two yeah. SpongeBob guys in there. Um, that's the, the dude express. From, uh, that's the that's Dauber from uh, from Coach, right? The guy that plays. Oh, Pat is Patrick? it? I think so. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. I believe so. Um, yeah, watch Coach. That's classic. classic. Uh, the express queue. So if you use your express pass to get in, you actually go through the, the Daily Bugle's dark room, which we did that when we were there. Very and cool. And so. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And they have like photos of all the different like bad guys and stuff inside. Uh, aesthetically, it is very similar to the 90s cartoon, but not directly based on it. So the 90s cartoon, one of the greatest cartoons ever. Um, so it's not exactly based on it, but it looks very similar to it. And then um, the last fact I've got here from Kev Carbs. Thank you again, everyone who submitted the, uh, the, the facts for me. The ride vehicle used in the attraction is Oceaneering's Evolution Ride System. Oceaneering is a company that mostly designs underwater equipment, including submarines, but also has a themed entertainment branch. They actually entered the industry by helping design the original animatronics for Jaws, uh, for the Jaws ride, since they specialize in designing underwater assemblies. So what? that is actually kind of crazy. That's pretty crazy. It's like, what? What does your company do again? Uh, we make submarines <laughs> for the military, and then uh, and then theme park rides. So yeah, yeah. And so I looked up Oceaneering's uh, website, and sure enough, they have like, oh yeah, we build rovers. They help like lift ships out of like underwater, like classic, like like there was like a Civil War era ship they found and like helped get out, and but also they help design Jaws. <laughs> so it's like. That's crazy. Sure. Why not? And their ride system is called the Evolution, which now they have the Evolution 6, which is like the next version of it. And it's the one that can spin around, like tilt all over the place. And uh, they, that's, it's kind of kind of wild. But I guess, hey, whatever works. So, uh, of course, this ride system is also used in um, the Transformers attraction over Universal Studios, which yeah. I love. That's a good um, one. Someone mentioned, I don't know if it's true or not, but someone in our Discord said that the track layout is identical from Spider-Man to Transformers. I don't know if that's true. If it is, I could be totally wrong. I do know there is an elevator in the Transformers version of it where you actually get on and you you raise up. 
Yeah. Um, and so you actually raise up and most of the attraction is on the second floor of the building. Um, so that doesn't happen in Spider-Man. I know it does happen in, in Transformers. And so, again, I don't know if it's true that it is the same ride layout or not. But if it is, let us know uh, in the comments. So that's pretty much all I have for uh, the Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man, Jeff. And That, um, that was yeah. a ton, Jack. And not only did you, uh, I think, do a fantastic job of uh, describing that ride. This is one of the few that I've been on before. It is. So obviously I remember it like it was yesterday. Uh, and so I can, I can, I can, I think fairly and astutely uh, judge your performance telling it. I think you nailed it. It was, it was, Aww. it was like I was there all over again. Not only did were you able to deftly uh, take us down, uh, take us through that ride, you also did it amidst a, a, a myriad of technical difficulties that were all pet related. <laughs> that uh, yeah, I don't know how much that will be in the in the final cut of the episode, but it's been a whirlwind of animals in this one. Oh, man. All right. Well, Jeff, um, so, you know, at the end of every episode, I like doing some Q&A, some questions from the audience. Uh, and if you have a question for us, please go to roosterteeth.com and leave a uh, comment, leave a question in the, the episode, and, uh, and I'll go. I'll do my best to, uh, to answer it for you. Um, this one, these are questions from the Men in Black episode, so I okay. try to let you know where they're coming from. So the Men in Black episode, it's what we did after Dave Cobb. Mm -hmm. uh, also, Men in Black, uh, I was when I was down in, uh, in Florida for my marathon, I went and rode Men in Black a couple times trying to work on my score. Uh, 725,000 is my new high. That's pretty good. So trying to get up over. I'm trying to get all nines. I'm trying to get all nines. Uh, so 725. And that was with the bonus. So that was with the 100,000 bonus. So I'm getting there. I'm getting there. All right. Here we go. From Blastoise 18, just rode Men in Black with the Halloween shirt on. And one of the ride operators told me it was her favorite podcast. Love you guys. Keep it up. Oh, thank Aww, you very much. That's Blastoise. really sweet. And if, if you work over at the Men in Black attraction, whoever you are, we love you, too. So thank you very, very much. Let us know if you want some free Shrek goggles. Pay for shipping. <laughs> and we'll have Jack send them to you. Uh, Big Bad Buddha Man 76 says, hi, Jack and Jeff. First, I want to say love the show. Second, my best friend and I have a podcast centered around Carnival Cruise Lines. I wasn't sure if you knew this, but Carnival has a first ever on a cruise ship. They put a roller coaster the bolts on their newest ship, the Mardi Gras. It is currently cruising out of Port Canaveral. It has two sister ships that are currently under construction and will and they'll also have it as well. The celebration launching in 2022 and the Jubilee launching in 2023. The Jubilee will be out of your home state of Texas and Galveston. I thought you should know just in case you wanted to try a roller coaster at sea. So yeah, I think Jeff, we got to go uh, on a carnival cruise to ride the bolt. You ready to go I, on a cruise with me? I'm ready to ride it at port and then get off before the cruise <laughs> takes off. No, we'll, we'll spend seven days at sea. It'll be you and me and a bunch of older people, uh, you know, playing shuffleboard and complaining about politics and, you know. And just all, getting, all just all passing COVID back and forth. It'll be the best. Dude. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh, man. That is kind of cool, though. I, I, I don't yeah. know about riding a roller coaster at sea, but yeah, I would absolutely have tried. I've never been on a cruise. I would. Uh, we, I, I have not either. Uh, we were Katie and I were going to go on one. Uh, we were actually going to take an Alaskan cruise, but then COVID hit. Like, uh, literally, it was planned for like June of 2020. And so, uh, and then it got pushed, and then now uh, it's been canceled. So, uh, can yeah, you I'd love imagine? to go on one at some point. I imagine that there's a lot of like, it's too choppy today. You would die on the roller coaster, so we have to shut it down moments. But could you imagine like smooth sailing? Uh, the, the ocean is looks like glass. You're riding on the roller coaster, and then one of those mega waves comes out of nowhere. <laughs> That's dangerous, Jack. Maybe careful. True, true. Uh, I do. There is a Disney cruise. So Disney owns a private island. 
mm-hmm. called Castaway K. And there is a race on the Castaway K. There's a Castaway 5K that I would love to try to do. Someday. Where is this island? Is it in Florida? Uh, it's somewhere in the uh, near the Virgin Islands, or uh, let me let me see if I can find it real quick. What else Disney's... they do with this island other than just have a five k? And I I mean it's like a private island, so they have like restaurants and stuff on there too. It is. Let's see if I can find. Let me Google Maps this thing. It is. Uh, looks like it's just north of the Bahamas. It's due east of uh, of, uh, of of Florida. So is it a resort then? Can you go stay there? I don't know if you can stay on the island. Uh, so it's in the Bahamas, but it's it's owned. The entire island is owned by Disney. Let's see here. Uh, I'm looking at a picture of it now. They've got uh, adult beach barbecue service area, crew beach. Uh, is there a hotel? I don't know if there's an actual hotel on it. So you just say it's just like a place to go spend the day. Cookies to barbecue. Yeah, basically like they they dock and you go spend the day. Uh, conked out bar. Clever. Uh she sells and everything else. <laughs> it's a gift shop. Uh, yeah, so it looks like literally it's just, you know, they, they, they park the boat there and then just on the island they have uh, stuff. And so it doesn't look like there's a lot developed on it right now. But who knows? Maybe they'll add more to it. Interesting. Yeah, but they do do a 5K on there, and I would love to go do that at some point. Uh, we got another question from Congo. Or excuse me, Kugo, not Congo. Not Amy want drain drop drink. But uh, Kugo says, if you had to pick spending three days at Disney in California or two days in Orlando, which would you pick? My wife and I are having a delayed honeymoon late next year and are going to Universal Hollywood and thinking about going to a Disney. Not sure if it's worth losing a day with extra flights to go to Orlando, Disney or not. Um, Kugo, I would say if you're going to, to Universal Hollywood, I don't know if you're like tied to Universal Hollywood, but Universal Studios in Orlando it's bigger. There's two parks there. Also, you've got Walt Disney World in Orlando, which is four parks. I would lean going to two days in Orlando over three days in California because three days at Disney in California, you're pretty much going to finish most everything in two days. And so that third day is going to kind of have not a lot to do. Whereas if you spent two days in Orlando, you could pick at least two parks, maybe three or even four and bounce around and really go check out a whole bunch of cool stuff. That's my opinion. Jeff, do you have an opinion? Uh, no, I always defer to you, although I will say your your anti-West Coast theme park bias is getting <laughs> it's getting really noticeable. Uh, I need to I need to go to the parks out on the West Coast. Yeah, it's been so yeah. long, man. It's been so long. Uh, man, I still want to go to like Knott's Berry Farm. Go spend never three days that. there, Jack. See if it, see if one can enjoy three days in Cal- in California as if there, there's nothing else but the theme park. But. Well, we've got to go to, uh, you know, we've got to go to Disneyland. We've got to go to Disney California Adventure and have a Nom Nom cookie. Yes, I keep, we do. I somewhat, dude, someone sent a photo in of a Nom Nom cookie. Oh, it looks so good. It's this giant chocolate chip cookie. Oof. Yum. Okay. Well, now is the point of the, the episode where uh, I usually ask a question of the audience, and then you guys send in responses. The question we had during the Men in Black episode is, what franchise deserves a good shooting gallery? Because in Men in Black, shooting attraction, I said, hey, what would be a cool thing to make a shooting gallery out of? Like Midway Mania, Toy Story, or Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Rhymes with Dead says, my first thought was a Starship Troopers themed shooter. Mm. Incorporate a simulated orbital drop and then work your way past the bugs. Can include a lot of the over the top theming from the movies. That'd be pretty fun. I don't know what park that would go in because that might be a little bit too violent for some parks. Well, mine would be even more violent than uh, (laughs) I was just going to say G.I. Joe. 
but Ooh. you'd be shooting Cobra agents who are actually humans. I think the way you get you get by with it in uh, in Starship Troopers is that they're alien, they're bug aliens, right? That's true. That's how, that's how Haley does it too. There, there's no, uh, to my knowledge, there's no corporate interests or lobbying groups. Uh, lobbying for bug aliens right now so probably <laughs> there'd be Refrain. nobody to step in david 75 says first thing that came to mind was a ghostbuster style shooter ride ride vehicle looking like ecto-1 or an inverted coaster for an iron man style shooter do it like a dark ride and you could be flying through the battle of new york uh, a ghostbusters attraction yes please yeah my gosh i would love that and maybe now with um afterlife doing pretty well maybe We'll see another another attraction. I mean, like Ghostbusters was at Universal Studios back in the day, and um, it'd be kind of cool to get them back. That'd be a pretty good one. M. Quinn 14 says an Iron Man shooter ride would be incredible. Imagine flying onto Iron Man and putting his gauntlet on, shooting using the directions with that gauntlet, filled with signature Iron Man sound effects, soundtrack music, and a snarky Robert Downey Jr. Uh, maybe multiple endings with different appearances, cameos from other Avengers too. What would be more badass than that? It would be I, I could picture doing an Iron Man sort of attraction. I don't know if they could get uh, Robert Downey Jr. to be a part of it, but I'm sure they'd get someone who sounds like him. I, uh, comes down yeah, there's it. a, there's a lot of Robert Downey Jr. soundalikes out there, so I wouldn't be too worried yeah. about that. He, let me, let me float an idea by you, Jack. That okay, just go ahead, into my head. Float an idea. So I think this one, this one makes sense because it takes a ride that's not super popular, but exists and a property that they seem invested in, even, uh, even though I don't personally agree with it. Uh, what if they repurpose the Jimmy Fallon ride so that you could shoot Jimmy Fallon every time he <laughs> he laughs at himself or says something that isn't funny. does the, the cla- yeah. does the clapping thing he always does? Uh, I'd be down for that. Yeah, I'm still blown away by the fact that you rode the Jimmy Fallon ride without 3D glasses. <laughs> I think I had the best. I think I I think I was the smart one there, Jack. Oh, <laughs> uh, that attraction, man! It's. Like I okay, the Ghostbusters show was so awesome. Yeah. And they replaced it with Twister, which was awesome. And they replaced those two awesome attractions with the Jimmy Fallon ride through New York. Yeah, not not so much. Not so much. Uh Cyan Oishi C I A N O I C H E Cian Oshi. Aliens or Predator or both. Halo mm. or Gears of War, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> they just they shotgun approach that one and yeah. they're just like here's a whole bunch uh i could see a halo a halo attraction being a lot of fun very cool um yeah i, I could see like microsoft working with uh, universal or someone to uh, build a halo attraction That'd be a lot of fun it's a ska world after all it says james bond shooting gallery possibly based off goldeneye for the n64 or james bond just in general <laughs> like it doesn't necessarily have to be goldeneye I think a lot of people remember that game with rose-colored rose-colored uh, lenses. So, Kristen in May says there are too many good ideas in these comments. I would, however, love a Harry Potter shooting gallery. We're using a wand to stun Death Eaters or Dementors. If the ride vehicle is somehow close to a broom, kind of like the vehicles from Flight of the Passage, that would be awesome too. That could be kind of cool. I could see them doing that. That and, sounds know, like the most plausible out of all of these, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, and then again, I randomly select someone who uh, answered, and I'll send them a an autographed theme park map. This one's going out to Fence Post Eight, who says, "Answer: Luke Skywalker's Womp Rat Blaster, a ride where you're in a moving vehicle that resembles a T-16, and you go around various Star Wars locales shooting various creatures such as Womp Rats, but could also involve getting attacked by bounty hunters and needing to defend yourself from them. That'd be kind of cool. I could see them doing that. The um." The uh, uh, Millennium Falcon attraction, Smuggler's Run, mm-hmm. at 
at uh, at you know at Star- at uh, Disney MGM Studios in Disneyland, uh, or excuse me, Disney's Hollywood Studios and in Disneyland, there is some elements of actual kind of like you do control it. It is kind of a game actually. Yeah. So like when you're flying around, you are literally flying the Millennium Falcon, and it, it it can change. And so you can like at one point you have to collect this stuff, and there's a second thing you can collect, but you have to like all work together and do it really well in order to do it. You can actually do it. You can actually finish it and get it, or you can like not do it. Like there's literally like it, it all it's all depending on how well your your team works as a crew yeah so there is elements of that all right it has been gamified a little bit but um yeah that's that's cool it's a cool idea congratulations fence post eight i'll reach out to you via email pretty soon and jeff just uh just recently actually our friends over at theme park stop uh they posted a story about universal uh creating some new technology for a possible pokemon themed attraction in the future at universal studios and uh and so universal is getting a patent on gamifying some stuff within the park and i was thinking i've got a question to ask you and ask the audience this is your question of the week what achievement would you want to earn at a theme park if you could gamify a theme park what achievement do you think you would want to earn? Like, you know, eat a hundred Dole Whips or ride Velocicoaster 20 times. I, I would, like, uh, I hope this doesn't sound like a cop-out, but I would want to 100% the the theme park. You'd want 100% I, the theme park? I'd want like so, the, okay. the platinum trophy version. Sometimes they have it on Xbox as well, which is like 100% it. So that wow. would be that so, would be every other achievement, all like to do everything. Wow. So that would be like collect all the hidden Mickeys, uh, or wherever those were, I definitely would want to do the collectibles. Eat at all of the different food stops. Ride every ride. Fast pass every ride. Uh, use every toilet. Um, <laughs> stay stay in the park from from start till close. There's a million different things you could do. It's actually a really fun question to kind of ponder over. Yeah, like there's a lot of like I love the idea of gamifying some stuff, and uh, I actually responded to Theme Park Stop when they posted it on Twitter, and uh, and Dave Cobb, our friend Dave Cobb, a friend of the podcast, he actually pointed out that the uh, they have Mario like power bands at, at Universal Japan, and uh, those power bands are tied to an app, and there's actually stuff you can do in the park, and it actually keeps like leaderboards. That's so cool. they have they have gamified it already. And once again, we have to go to Japan. So hashtag Japan annual pass hashtag get annual pass to Japan. Japan. So, <laughs> so please send us over there at some point and we'll, we'll go check out everything because there's so much stuff I want to do. But uh, yeah, let us know in let us know in the comments. What would be your uh, your achievements you'd want to try to get at a theme park? I'm, I'm excited to uh, hear a few of those. And uh, and yeah, that's pretty much going to do it for today's episode. Um uh, I, it's, it's a pretty fun one. Oh, I one last uh, breaking piece of news, Jeff. At store.roosterteeth.com, you can buy some annual pass merch. We've got new shirts hitting the store on February 15th. So if you're watching if you're watching this, this episode, or if you're listening to this, this episode comes out on the 3rd. So in a couple weeks, you can buy some new annual pass merchandise. And it sounds like our, our pin sets might be coming too. So check all that out. It's hitting very, very soon. I'm very excited for it. I love our annual pass merchandise. And these are really, really cool. These are Epcot themed. And uh, I will say we've got some uh, Universal Studios themed stuff coming afterwards. Woo! We got we got some neat, neat merchandise coming. I, I love it. I love it. It sounds so, uh, like the perfect one day late for Valentine's Day gift, Jack. There you go. There you go. So pick it up for your loved one the day after Valentine's Day, and then you'll have it 
like within a few days after that. So store.roosterteeth.com, grab that when it hits in a couple weeks. Uh, don't forget to follow us on all the social media channels, annual underscore pass over on Twitter and on Instagram. Watch us over on YouTube, youtube.com slash annual pass. We've got more cool little like uh, bits of video over on that channel very soon. Not sure exactly when it's hitting, but it is coming very soon as soon as we get it all cut together. And uh, yeah, we're going to do some live stream stuff like Jeff and I, we talked about uh, doing a live stream at some point of, of us building this Lego castle Very that Jennifer and that. Jessica yeah. hooked us up with our, the, our, our uh, annual pass uh, uh, twin friends. And uh, yeah, so good times over there. And that's going to do it for today's episode. Jeff, you feel like you learned anything today? I felt like I learned a lot, Jack. Uh, too much to recount right now, actually. <laughs> You're still feeling a little under the weather, so that, that's okay. I, I won't press you too hard on yeah, it. Yeah, so. I didn't get over this illness th in the last 45 minutes, unfortunately. No. <laughs> alas, alas, maybe. Maybe next time. So yeah. that's going to do it. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to check out our Discord channel as well. Jump in there, hang out. I'm hanging out, out in there all the time talking to people, so I love it. We'll talk to you guys very, very soon. Have a lovely day, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Love you. Bye.